Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One. Tonight we premiere Monument, a short-form play by Joe O'Byrne, written in these times of self-isolation. Jack decides to break out of Balbriggan and revisit his old haunt, Scaries. The piece is performed by David Hurley. I was on my Covid circuit of the town when I came across him at the bus stop. I nodded and said, Hello there. Lovely morning. Like I do to every other person I pass. You seen them around? He asked. Who? I said. He didn't say who, but I knew. The Gardaí. He was standing at a bus stop at the border between Lawless Terrace and Gibbons Terrace, waiting on a bus. A normal thing to do before. But now he was being bold and going on an adventure. I guessed he must be well into his seventies. I seen them at the other end of the town, I said. There was a checkpoint. And he nodded gratefully. I can't be looking at the walls the whole day, he said, winking. If he was confessing to me, he guessed I was on his side and wouldn't be judging him. That was nice. I gave him a nod passed on without further ado and he went back to waiting I wasn't far down the road when the bus passed a vehicle that could take you to places where you would have amazing adventures I guess the man I passed would board present his public service card for the free travel and then climb the stairs and sit at the front of the bus his chariot the bus was empty the driver behind a screen wearing a mask. The risks, I guessed, were minimal. The bus veered up over the county bridge, the one that spanned the railway, before turning right to take him along the coast to that faraway place of Skerries. It was a glorious day. Sunny, the sky a clear blue, untroubled by clouds or white streamers of aeroplanes. I was with him, in mind, happy that he was on his adventure as I carried on with my circuit of the town, and he was on the coast road of spectacular views. I never asked him his name, but I'm going to call him Jack. He seemed like a Jack to me, even though... It was a very warm day. He had on a long black coat with dark trousers. And so Jack seemed like a good enough name to give him. Jack must have been born around the end of World War II, or the emergency, as we called it here. He would have grown up in modest circumstances and as a boy may have worked in the hosiery factory in the town, or possibly as a farm labourer. I went for the latter. Jack, up and down drills, picking strawberries and other such market garden delights in Fingal, and as he got older, graduating to the back-breaking task of picking potatoes for the farmers about. He may even have had a spell on the fishing boats of the busy harbour, but Jack never found his sea legs. He was more a man of the earth, like his father before him. Often, Jack would have thought of emigrating, and he probably did, ending up in England working as a navvy in the 1960s. 
but homesick, Jack would have come back in the early 1970s to work on the buildings. He now had the knack and the muscles to boot and things were booming. That all went well for a time for him. The money was good. But then the country got into trouble. All the buildings shut down and a lot else as well. Then he would have been handed his cards and taken them to the Dole office. He wasn't for going back to England. He never really took to the place. So afterwards, there'd be odd jobs. Digging people's gardens, building walls, fixing things about houses. And it gave him a decent enough life. He was happy when he got the council house. He could rest his head in peace then. I haven't given him a wife. And I'm not sure why. His wife may have died already, but somehow I didn't think that to be the case. Jack was a bachelor. That seemed about right. The bus is passing under the ladies' stairs, that crossing of the road and railway that allowed the residents of Ardgillen to make their way to the beach. Jack often heard about the ghost of the lady who drowned in the sea a long time ago and could be seen at night walking the bridge. As a boy, when he heard the story first, it scared the living daylights out of him. A ghost so close by. He didn't believe in ghosts anymore, though at times now he felt himself a ghost about the town, the people looking through him. The bus lurched through Skerries and he would get off at the monument and take the short walk around the sandy banks to the beach. He looked out to the sea, the islands, the lighthouse, the Martello Tower, a link in a chain of protection of old. He then turned round to where the amusements were and once more his boyish heart was racing. He was, after all, on an adventure. His first time there, he was just over the measles, he remembered. A treat for his birthday. He had a cone in one hand, dripping, a stick with a yellow windmill in the other, spinning, looking up at the chair planes he was too young for, swinging. His father, happily smoking, blowing rings. In the sea breeze, his mother, smiling, not coughing. Soon the consumption would take her, and his father would give in to the drink. Remembering. Jack would come back on his own, or with friends in later years. Go on the chair planes, then the bumpers. He never drove a car, so being behind the wheel of the bumpers was the closest he ever got to driving. Jack was a man for the bicycle, and for most of his life it had been his main mode of transport. But now, scaries on a bicycle would be too much for his old legs. He walked along the harbour road and down to the park at the end where once Red Island Holiday Camp had stood. His first dances there, to see the show bands, to watch the dancing he was too shy for, to take note of girls he never ended up talking to. That was that. His adventure over. The remembering done. He had a thirst on him, 
but there was nowhere to get a pint of stout to round off the trip. He went back to the monument and waited at the bus stop, again keeping an eye out for the boys in blue. This time there would be no problem. He was on the way home. There'd be no stopping him. And if he had to say what he was doing in Skerries, he would think of something. And if he couldn't, remembering wouldn't be a good enough reason to give, he would just let the young books give out yards to him. Jack arrived back to Balbriggan, got off at Creveen Park, happy with his day out, and went home with his hall to stare at the walls for the rest of the day. But now he had pictures to hang there, the cone dripping, the windmill spinning, his father smoking, his mother smiling. The bare bones of Jack, but more there is to him, without a shadow of a doubt, more than I could fathom. On my circuit of the town, I keep an eye out for him, but no sign of him since. I doubt he has come down with COVID to make a proper ghost of him. No, I'm sure he has gotten up to further adventures. Maybe taking the bus to Skerries again, or, who knows, maybe even going as far afield as Loch Shinny, or even Rush, or, even at a stretch, the big smoke itself, the end of the road. Our Jack. A mystery and a monument. That was Monument by Joe O'Byrne, performed by David Hurley. The producer was Kevin Reynolds. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.